0: Welcome to the MS Gym Podcast. I'm your host Jody Feltham, and it's about to get real as we listen to the victories and struggles of our own MS Gym members. So let's dive in. Today you're in for a real treat as we talk with Sharla and learn about the many hats that she wears as dancer, detective, and cheerleader. I know you will be encouraged and motivated by her words today. Hello, MS Gym family. So glad you could join us for another uh, MS Gym podcast episode. And today I'm looking forward to having a chat with Sharla, all the way um, from Chicago. So Sharla, thank you so much for meeting with me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right, Sharla. So will you tell us kind of about uh, how MS showed up in your life?
1: Well, it showed up when I didn't even know what it was that was showing up. Um, I noticed that I began stumbling and being extra clumsy when I didn't understand what was going on. And by me being an active dancer, so of course there's nothing big that I thought was happening. So the back aches and all of the pains that came up, I just chalked them up to being, you know, being athletic. And those are pains that come with what I was doing, which was a lot of dance and sports. So as time went on, I began to get more clumsy and more tripping and falling. So I went to the foot doctor because I'm thinking it's my ankle. Mm -hmm. And he, he of course, then tells me, no, your ankle is fine. Then they sent me for neurological testing and everything from there. And what happened was they did not know what was going on with me. They actually thought that I was having a stroke. They actually thought that it could have been Parkinson's. It was just a number of things that they thought it was because I was not presenting strongly in either of the departments. So they really didn't know what to do with me.
0: So about what age were you when all this started? I was 45.
1: So this was three years ago. So this has just been an onset from what was happening for three years. It could have been happening longer, but from what I can pay attention to, that was obviously noticeable to me as being abnormal, I would say about three years ago, 2017, actually to be exact is when I started noticing things.
0: Right. So that, that is fairly recently, all these symptoms coming up and then the diagnosis. So you mentioned about dancing that was this, was this a, like a passion, a hobby, a profession, or what exactly was dancing to you? Um, It
1: actually ended up being all of them. I started as a passion when I was a kid. And then I, did all sports and everything all through high school but as an adult I began to teach children teach classes teach dance classes and I joined a professional dance company myself so it kind of all just ran together to be one thing but it is passion driven and that is something that I definitely miss being able to do and that's something I'm definitely working back toward getting into doing
0: yeah and and you certainly are working uh hard towards it I I spent some time uh, before we chatted looking in our members only corner which is um, kind of a private Facebook group for people that are part of the paid membership and uh, we love seeing your posts and I saw so many different posts of, of of different things of you in the gym and of you doing dance moves and definitely my my favorite one is of you in the punching bag and, you, and you're, you're punishing <laughs> yes, it, but you're also like, you've got a dancing swagger to it. So it's, yes, it's yes. very entertaining to watch that.
1: Well, thank you. I'm glad somebody finds it entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy just doing it. Um, movement itself is just really, really joyful to be able to do it. And I love sharing my ride with people because it's always encouraging to see what someone else is going through so you don't feel like you're by yourself. So I'm glad you guys enjoy the video.
0: Oh, absolutely. So what does what does work, career, uh, occupation, any of that look like for you right now?
1: Oh, wow. Um, it's kind of like a double-edged sword of no, yes, good, bad, in the aspect of I still do everything that I did before but I don't do everything that I did before the way I did it before. Okay. So let's say I teach classes, but I don't teach classes actively in front with the kids. I basically do more directives and have an assistant to teach my kids, but I still make sure that I'm in the room and, and do the warmups and the posture trainings, because those are good for me as well. Work-wise, um, I just recently stopped working at a municipality and I went into business for myself. I have several businesses that I weren't doing anything with because I was actively working. So I kind of walked away from my active work job to attend to some of my businesses. And that's basically what I'm doing now while I'm trying to get myself in shape as best I can.
0: It It sounds like you are one busy woman and with MS on top of all that, managing all your symptoms too.
1: Yeah yeah it's a lot it's a lot but it's doable um i can see my way now when at first i could not see my way so i don't know if this when we talk about ms gym or whatever
0: but yeah that's where i'm headed how did you go about finding the ms gym
1: wow um when i was hanging around in the undiagnosed area of everything there was nothing i had nobody to give me any insights because Whenever they would send me for testing, I would test well. I would be able to do everything they're doing. And they're saying, you're showing this, but you're doing this. You're showing this. So they really didn't know what to do with me. So I was like, so how do we fix it? Where's the help? Where do I go? Mm-hmm. They told me to go home, go to bed, lay down, and just hope for the best. Oh, dear. And if I want to go to rehab, I can. If not, just lay down and hope for the best. So I said, there has to be a better answer. There has to be a better way. First of all, we need to find out what is the catalyst of this and what has caused my breakdown. So I did some self research and then found out I was heavily allergic to gluten, heavily allergic to gluten. And um, that had a big, big deal to do with how I was, you know, my mobilization was getting damaged. If I eat a, a cracker, I can't move for hours because that's how strong the gluten was. So um, with me not getting any answers, I started researching and I started researching and I'm like, there has to be somebody that knows there has to be a place for people that have problems like this to go. And I stumbled across Trevor, one of his YouTube videos, and um, I just was watching and I just said to myself, he gets it he gets it. So I just dove deeper into what he was doing because they would send me to therapy, but the therapy that they would send me to, I was able to perform well. Then I would still go home limping or in pain and can't move any joints. And I'm like, see if this, if they're just testing me and I can pass their test, this is not going to help me. And that's what made me take a deep look at Trevor. And I was like, he gets it and he knows what I need. So I started the free stuff. And then when I found out about the membership, I immediately joined immediately. And I've been here
0: since. That's awesome. And, you know, the membership has evolved so much over the last four years now, since the membership came out and, you know, there is exercises for all uh, varying levels of mobility, right? Like from People who spend the majority of time in the in a in a wheelchair to people who mm-hmm. are up on their feet working full time, even yeah. running or jogging. Like there's a full spectrum of exercises. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm really glad for that in the MS gym that it's it's Trevor's never been a one size fits all. He's very right. B- he right. very much believes that everyone needs something specific. So. Yes.
1: I was excited for the supine. I'm like, yes, yes. So I get to lay on my back and do this stuff. So I was very happy for that. So I love how it's expanded to cover everybody's needs. So I'm excited about that too.
0: So what would you, obviously, um, some of your symptoms and your balance and trouble with coordination in your dancing, what, what would you say has been kind of your biggest challenge since being diagnosed?
1: My biggest challenge, I would say, was the drop foot part of this. Uh, my balance has always been okay, even in the midst of this, outside of me not being able to balance on my my left foot, which is where the problem is. Mm-hmm. So the foot drop and just getting over the foot drop, which of course then passes over into the knee range, has always been a problem. So my challenges are there, and that's why I work the hardest, because there's not much you can do without the mobility that you need to do it other than us find that, find a way to do it and get it done. Mm -hmm. So yeah, my challenges are there. Since
0: you've started kind of the MSGM, what what are the biggest victories or what are the biggest improvements that you've seen?
1: Wow, I I can get on there every day and say something, but I'm like, you know what, I'm not gonna do it. These people be sick of me. since i started i was so excited to get started because first of all trevor is very uplifting all of you guys the uh, um, administration all of you guys are like so wonderful i like really admire you guys as a team it's really great to be a part of this but what it is when i first started things stopped hurting my lower back stopped hurting my hips stopped hurting in my sleep i was able to get good night's sleep just by hit and play every day and stand on my regimen so I was like oh this is working okay that doesn't hurt okay so the mobility got easier I was able to bend down faster and I'm gonna tell you a good one my reflexes were so bad now they are so good I can literally catch something falling out of the air and I'm like I wasn't able to do that at first I'm getting superpowers in here (laughs) so yeah so stuff like that but it's been a gradual improvement since I've been going to the MS gym
0: that's great that's great and and it's great motivation right too on those on those days where you think oh man I don't want to exercise at all but just you know being able to reflect on the improvements that you've seen like not Mm -hmm. having pain, like that's a huge motivator in itself, right? Just to increase the quality of your life.
1: And everybody's victories. I enjoy going on there because it's good to not feel like you're by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? My whole journey has been me saying, you don't understand because people try to figure this out for you. They can't. I was going to the gym, even after diagnosis, I was going to the gym every day and still not getting any results. So I'm like, if I'm in here training and I'm in here doing what's supposed to be done, why is it not helping? Because it was the type of help that I was giving myself as opposed to the type of help that my body responded to. There are two different things. So I was like, okay, I didn't know that. So trying to explain that to somebody who goes to a regular gym, and trains their body athletically as opposed to the gym that we go to that trains us from the brain down or the foot up or however you want to say it. <laughs> yeah. hmm
0: That's that's great. And it's great that you, you know, you realize that yourself too. Because yes, I think I think a lot of people like the MOC is is such a place that we understand each other and we celebrate the victories and we join with, you know, we band together in the struggles, but we also understand that that it isn't it's not just a matter of picking up a dumbbell and doing the exercise there's so much more involved in that and you know thank goodness for trevor and all his training to to impart that to us
1: very good that it it literally changed my life because i was one of those people that would take a dumbbell and say you're gonna work on or you're gonna work hand because why wouldn't you work but for you to know that there's a process between your brain and your joints that need to take place before you move that dumbbell is a whole different area. And I think that's what's being overlooked with most people that are trying to recover
0: their bodies. What, what do you think, obviously, you know, having been diagnosed within the last five years, what would you say to someone maybe that's in a similar circumstance to you that, you know in, in their mid-40s, and suddenly going through this and suddenly having this diagnosis, what what kind of advice would you impart to them, do you think?
1: Well, what I usually do, because it happens a lot, there are a lot of people that that need what's offered in the MS gym and don't know they need it, whether it's MS or any other neural disease or any other thing that's happening in their body. I always tell them, pay attention to what's going on with your body. You need to be able to put your finger on, okay, my back was not hurting until about three months ago and trace back to what happened three months ago to try to at least track it down. Then what I do is I send him a link to Trevor, mm-hmm. to the, um, imagine when he first started doing it cause his heart is so in there when he speaks. So I keep that link on my phone specifically. And when I have people that are experiencing problems, I just shoot it to them and say, watch this guy and get on his free stuff and see if what he's talking about can help you and i'm sure it can so we've had a lot of converts in there through those conversations just by giving them some proper information that can help them
0: that's great it's it sounds like you are a true ms gym ambassador they're kind of proclaiming the message across the globe so yes
1: ma'am yes ma'am it's, it's really needed and so many people don't know where to go. I'm just thankful that I was, you know, able to go online and just keep searching for what I needed because it's not readily offered. It's not readily out there. Now I can see Ms. Jim is popping up everywhere. I see it, Mm -hmm. I see it, I see it. So I'm like, okay, that's good. We're getting where we need to go because the reach needs to be far because there's a lot of people that need what's being offered in here. So I share it every chance I get
0: that's awesome and and it is it's definitely different than you know the average medical professional right you go to like I've been to PT or I've been to other things and they say well you know your disease is progressive like unless you actually have a specific symptom like a a a flare-up he said we can't really do anything for you because because how your disease is going like and it just Mm -hmm. kind of it's kind of like that hopeless feeling whereas you know the MS gym and the MOC and Trevor is kind of like uh He's like, I, I'm not, I'm not good with that answer. Like I want to work with you to make your life better.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing out there in the medical field. They, they, they offer you nothing but helplessness. I mean, when I went to my first doctor, she literally told me, well, you doing good now. In a year, you'll decline. Two years after that, you won't be walking at all. So we can monitor you, but there's really nothing we can do. I was not even given any medicines or anything that they would give me. So I knew that there was something better out there because they don't offer any answers. And when they send you to this PT, you get even more depressed because it's not helpful. PT It's just machines and ropes and things that they can chart you on but it's not helping you it's not teaching you what to do and what you're supposed to be looking for and what you're trying to train so I just quit I just said I won't do this anymore because I'm doing more damage to myself by trying to do what you guys are sending me to do than what I'm finding on my own
0: And you need you need a coach, you need someone who's in your corner that believes in you and and believes that you will improve, right? Like it's, we talk so much in the MS gym about mindset and having someone speak, basically, they're speaking death and disease over you by by saying those things, like in a year from now, you'll be worse. And then in two, you won't be walking. I'm just like, Mm -hmm. how how is that helpful for any human being? Let, you know, let alone with, you know, with a diagnosis of MS
1: somebody posted in the MOC, they put, I'll improve you wrong. I'll improve you wrong. I was like, huh, that's what I'm talking about. So that's how I kind of navigate my journey through that. Cause I'm going to show you now when they see me and they talk to me, they're like, you're doing great. Okay. No, thanks to you, (laughs) but okay.
0: (laughs) I appreciate it. Yeah. So you know, you've got, you've got this routine and you've got your, your diet and you've got your lifestyle and your exercise. What do you do on those really rough days? Cause it doesn't matter how dialed we have everything in some days we just wake up and kind of things suck really bad. How do you, how do you deal with that? Honestly,
1: that has been my last week. Um, I just, got out of that. Last week was very, very hard. I had a lot going on and I couldn't get to my workout sometime. I could not, I just could not hit play based on how I was moving. I had to take a couple of trips, a couple of things going on where I couldn't get to my workout. And of course my body took the hit for it. Mm. And I just did not do, I watched some videos just to keep my motivation level up, but I could not do anything. But on those days, I literally just Try not to count it as a failure or try not to count it as, um, okay, I'm doomed if I don't get to it. So those days I will rest. When I know I'm not mentally or physically able to do it, I just step back and I just rest, but I watch. I watch videos. I read um, the testimonies of other people in the MOC because that's what gets me going to, I can come out of what I'm feeling. So on those days that I just can't do it, I just don't, or I do stuff in the bed. I, I love bed built. Bed build was my, my, my best friend ever. So mm-hmm. on days when my body just doesn't want to do anything more than that, I always cut on bed built programs and do those while I'm watching what we're talking about and discussions in the MOC.
0: That's great. And, you know, you might feel in those days that you're not having so much of a physical victory, but but you choosing to plug into to others and being encouraged. To me, that's a tremendous mental victory because it's on those days that we struggle, that yes, physically ma'am. we struggle, right? Our mindset can go to crap. Yeah. Right? So it's yeah. it's a real, yeah. it's a real mental victory for you to to seek out those things that will lift you up and encourage you.
1: Yes, ma'am. I gotta push one way or the other. You have to per se every day. This is a fight for us, you know. So that's something that I'm gonna to try to engage and do. So if I can't hit play, I'm gonna hit
0: watch. What would you say you know, your goals or aspirations are? Like if you could work towards something or I'm sure you are working towards something. What, what, what is it that you're working towards that you would say, man, I can't wait until I can do this again?
1: I can't wait till I can walk out my front door and either briskly walk or run down to the pond at the end of my block and feed the ducks that live down there. That was something that I used to do prior to and just sit by the water and relax my mind. So being able to successfully walk through my house without holding on to anything and without maneuvering on furniture and just walk out my front door and hit that one stretch of street that takes me to the lake where I can sit down and feed those ducks and just watch and relax my mind and be proud of myself that I made it down the block successfully.
0: <laughs> That's it. That sounds like a great goal, and it, it's like a physical victory, but also th- the idea of going and sitting something you enjoy and just reflecting on that. Right? It's it's a great yeah. physical goal, but also like something that will bring healing and rest to your mind as well. So. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Because all it seems to me
1: like all of the victories start in our mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, even on days when I get up and do more in the house than I did the day before, that would be taxing. Even if it's taxing work, the fact that I was able to get it done at the end of the day, when I look back, I'm like, wow, okay, that's good. Okay, let me see how many steps went with that. But just mentally is is the biggest fight to push to do something. So once you get past that, everything else is like bonus work to me.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And and I love how you, how you talk about, you describe it. It's like, even, you know, even the mundane, even just doing chores around the house, you see them as victories, because you're stronger, you weren't necessarily able to do that, or, or as many before, like, and I think that's part of the mental peace and and of gratitude, like realizing, you know, how far, how far you've come and what you've accomplished in a day. I think that that's a huge thing to, to name and to own the victories you have, even, Mm -hmm you know, maybe 10 years ago for you, that wouldn't have been, you know, that would have just been, you know, I had to get these tours done, but now you right. see the value and the, um, and the importance and, and the victory in these things.
1: Every single thing, just, just moving, having a chair move from one slot to the next, to be able to clean up a room or two is a victory, to be able to, you know, spend time with your pets. Everything is a victory. You know, and we need to acknowledge everything is a victory and not take anything for granted because we don't have to be able to do that much. So, when people don't feel like they're doing well here or don't feel like their body is doing them a justice, you find that one thing that you can celebrate, even if it's drinking a cup of coffee or being able to sit up long enough to watch a television program. Everything is a victory. And we, excel when we recognize that everything is a victory and not take anything for granted that we're able to do that we weren't able to do before or that we used to be able to do and can't do anymore and working back toward that so
0: mm. that that's so encouraging hearing you say those words and and you know trevor talks that it some of his exercises he talks about like a little angel a little devil on your shoulder when yeah. you're doing something yeah. And I kind of yeah. wish I had you on my shoulder because I feel like you Hello. you make an awesome <laughs> cheerleader and you'd be the one. Oh, keep going. You. Keep going. You're doing yes, a good job. Ma'am.
1: Yes, ma'am. Thank you. I used to be a coach. Well, I still do coach, but it's just a different type of coaching, but that's all. Keep going. Keep going. We can do this. And I thank God that I have that to think back on because I don't know how bad of a shape I would be in if I could not Think about the push that I used to be able to have when I was training or doing sports or doing this running. If I didn't have that up here to push me through, mm. I don't know where I would be.
0: So it's always
1: good to have. So thank you for that. That was nice.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. So what what would you say? Kind of what would parting words? You know, what if someone listened to the last five minutes of this podcast? What is it? Obviously, you you know, you talk about the MS gym and being, you know, a detective of your body to figure out what's going on and what could have triggered things. Are there any other kind of words that you would say that you would pass on? I would say,
1: I would say, don't give up on yourself, learn your body, learn what you're capable of, learn what you're not capable of. And those are the things that you try, strive to improve. I know with me, one of, and it actually just broke today Actually, I was always having a strong problem with swing through on my left leg, you know how that foot gets caught and you, I used to force this thing to go forward. And when it wouldn't go, I would get depressed. I'm like, why won't you just swing through like you're supposed to? So my advice would be to, when things aren't going the way you think they should go, find something in you to relax yourself. Don't get worked up. Don't get tense. And just try. And if it doesn't work today, try it again tomorrow and the next day. Because eventually it will turn over for you. It may not do it when we want it to, but it will show up. I've been in this swing through thing for a week. I'm like, what? But today we're swinging through. So now I'm going to do a lot more walking today just from the swing through that showed up today. Hmm. So it comes, just hang
0: in there. It'll show up that that is that is fantastic advice. and I feel like you know, we're having this dialogue on the podcast. I feel like I could hand you the mic and just and just let you go on. There.
1: <laughs> no, I just like to encourage people. I'm so thankful that you that you chose me to do this because um, I'm excited about the information that we get. I'm excited about the MS gym. I'm excited about what what results people are getting in there so I'm just excited to be a part of this so I do appreciate you having me on your show oh, so. well
0: I I appreciate your passion and for you taking the time to meet with me today so Charla, I uh, I look forward to seeing more posts from you and and you doing your dancing and your and your punching and all those things and and, you know, and maybe just maybe in the next few months, maybe we'll, we'll get a glimpse of you uh, walking down to that pond there. That would be fantastic. Yeah,
1: I think, I think we will. I think we will. I think we will. So I look forward to it and, you know, I'm going to put it on there when it happens. So
0: awesome. All right. Well, thank you for your time today. All right. Thank you for having me. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Do you want to give a voice to your own story? or learn more about the MS Gym, you can check us out at themsgym.com.